Hello and welcome to this week's Hong Kong Heritage. Chloe Lai of Urban Diary joins me to talk about her new book that highlights some interesting people in Hong Kong. You may not have heard of them. There's a clown, a fire dragon master, a second-hand bookshop owner, people who have taken an alternative route. Chloe's book, Urban Diary, stems from 50 interviews she's conducted for a website, also called Urban Diary, looking at some of the city's unsung heroes and the issue of sustaining our communities. We want to um, showcase the people that usually escape the media's limelight, usually not on our waiter, but they have done a great for Hong Kong, make the city more interesting and diverse and attractive. The reason we put them into a book is we want it to be a present. We don't just want it to be a book that is on your bookshelf. We also want it to be a book that can be your present to your friends overseas. So they will be able to see the side of Hong Kong that they don't usually see. In one way, it is a book that highlights the achievement of the regular people, um, some unsung heroes of the city. And in the other way, it is um, a way that we tell um, what the city is really about. It is not just a financial centre or a property city. We have many people doing things that make this city more sustainable. Yeah, it's not about people just being rich or no. uh, famous. Uh, as you say, it's, it's a group of what could be classed from the outside ordinary people, uh, but some, some who've also decided to take a step back from what I would say are uh, the normal conventional Hong Kong trades. Mm-hmm. I don't think you'll find any accountants necessarily in this book, but uh, you'll find people who either work in, in um, shops here, or they've uh, been involved in certainly in heritage aspects. Mm-hmm. So, but this Urban Diary project is something that you started uh, working with a foundation on on a website. So you started in a whole load of it, different interviews with Hong Kong people. Exactly. The project itself is supported by a private foundation called Integer Foundation, and we started a website. And then so far we have collected the, um, a database of more than 50, 50 um, people in Hong Kong. And then we have organic farmers, we have um, fishermen, we have housewife, um, we have... A, an extraordinary students. We have clowns. We have clowns. Uh, clowns, yes. <laughs> we have clowns, and then um, you can see the story of the clown in the book as well. And then uh, we also have a cycling warrior. Very diverse people. We don't have accountants. We don't have bankers. We don't have doctors. The, the effort is to highlight these people and then to highlight the fact that um, in order to, for these people to be able to do what they've been doing, um, we need support um, from the city as a whole um, in terms of urban design, in terms of policy. Otherwise, um, the practice, they, they will not be able to go on doing what they've been doing. For example, if the rent keeps um, rising, our second-hand bookstore in Central will not be able to survive. So we are talking about this kind of thing, uh, this kind of people, and through the people we can see the city and what the city needs in order to be sustainable. Let's return, first of all, to that clown. Uh-huh. So who was that and how did you come across him or her? Okay, the clown... Um, Oh, it is very interesting. I came across him on a tour to Thailand several years ago, and then um, he was 
he was a college student at that time. But then, even though he's a college student, he was studying sports at Baptist University. But the reason for studying sports is to improve his skill as a clown. And then he decided a long time ago that he wanted to be a clown, and then he wanted to bring happiness to to the community, to the people. So,、um, apart from taking jobs from, for example. Uh, shopping malls, and then he's also volunteer for hospitals,、uh, performing、uh, performing in front of people who are terminally ill, who has been in hospital for a long time for kids and for elderly, and then he learned it all by himself. The reason he had to learn it all by himself is because we don't have school for clowns in Hong Kong, and we don't have schools for circus in Hong Kong. So if he wants to be a clown, he had to go overseas, and he found this too expensive. So he went to various class. For example, he learned ballet, he learned kung fu, and he learned script writing. He learned all sorts of things that he believed can make him. Um, into a clown, so he's a clown, and then right now he's working for a theme park. But when I met him, he was still a student, and then he performs in in hospital, and then he also um, talk um, young people, teaching him, teaching them skills to be a clown, with one condition、um, that is they will perform in hospital for free. So your clown, he、uh, really is a, a good service to the community there. Are people safe to have a conversation with you, or are they going to end up on a website or in a book? Of course, they're safe. I think I'm fortunate. Most of the people I approach and ask them if it is okay to do interview with them, they are fine, and they are very helpful and patient, and they. Let me interview them a dozen times.、Um, go observe their life, and I think it, in a way, it shows that how welcoming、um, and how easy、um, many people in Hong Kong really are. So you did a whole variety of interviews of people over several years, yes, and、um, so you've created a book out of that, which is based on this Urban Diary website. Also, the book is also called Urban Diary, and in amongst it, but you also filmed a, a number of these people. You've got Big Lai, who's the advocate of sustainable fishing,、um, Ping Chao fisherman, and then Su Chag, the art of clowning, Uncle Moon, a cycling warrior, also Uncle Sai.、Um, this is the Hungry Ghosts and Thirty Houses, and I remember. Uh, previously, you doing this,、uh, creating a documentary about、uh, the Hungry Ghosts Festival, and that's in Central. And of course, that's one of the key areas that has kept it extremely traditional、um, uh, at a time when some of these festivals are disappearing, disappearing or otherwise becoming a little bit touristic. And I, I think were, that one in Central is is still very. Close to its roots.、Mm, exactly, the community itself is having this discussion on whether they should make it more touristic or more authentic, or、uh, as you said, closer to its root. Because well, we don't know what the future will be, but they have this problem of, for example, donation. Young people, there's no young people coming in supporting because all the entire festival now is still supported by by a group of elderly who was born and grew up in that neighborhood. So、um, they're thinking whether they should make it more touristic in order to attract more donation as well as young blood.、Uh, the reason they need donation is as you had suggested.、Um, Previously, it is because of the gentrification and old neighborhood store, the meat store, vegetable store, noodle store. They all moved out because of、um, rent. So the、um, the developer is pocketing all the all the profits, but then the community is suffering. And then because they fail to compete in this 
market. So they moved out and then replaced by bars and restaurants. And then, but the bars and restaurants they're new and they're not interested in integrating with the old community. So they're not supporting the Hungry Ghost Festival at all financially,、um, in terms of manpower. And sometimes it's quite hostile because sometimes they will complain. That oh the the smoke the burning the disturbance that sort of thing. Oh, that's such a shame because they've moved into that area where this tradition has been going on for decades. Exactly. Tell me about Figor, the fire dragon master. Ah,、uh, Figor, he's he's um he's very colourful and he's he's very interesting. When we are reading、um, novels or history books or things about Asian. China, old Hong Kong. We can see people. You know, it is always we know that there are people who are leaders of the community, leaders of village, and then、uh, all the old things are resolved by these kind of people. For example, the、uh, Manmomiu in Central, right?、Um, it was built、um, in those days in. In early colonial times, what the Manmo Temple? Yeah, the Manmo Temple, right? It's built to resolve、um, when there's dispute, and they take it to Manmo Temple and let the elderly resolve the disputes, right? And then this kind of thing is actually still happening in Hong Kong, and that is Dai Hang, and Dai Hang is、um, is at the backside of. Of Causeway Bay,、um, so it is very modern. It has、um, expensive bars and restaurants, and it is also under the threat of gentrification. So、um, then, this is Fight Go. He's、um, he's a leader of the community because he's a、uh, he's the commander in chief of the annual Fire Dragon Festival, and he has been doing it for for more than forty years. And then, actually, he's been doing it since he was a kid. Uh, um, kids in Dai Hang, they have this tradition of of joining the、uh, Fire Dragon Festival if, when they are five or six years old, and then they climb the ladder of importance, and eventually he became the commander in chief of this heritage. And then because of this, and he's widely respected in the community. So whatever dispute they have, they take it to Fico, and he resolves it. And then sometimes. Um, police officer also seek help from him because is there something troublesome happening in the community, and they want to resolve it quickly. They go to him and ask him for help. He knows everybody in the community.、Um, hmm. <laughs> he knows everything so well. For example,、um, there's so many、um, property transactions happening in that neighborhood recent in recent year because.、Um, Developers are buying properties and redevelop buildings, so he knows the price of every, the selling price of every properties. Ah, useful man! So he's not just a fire dragon master; he has all of these other community roles, and that is really what you are hitting on with Urban Diaries. Of course, for me to read through these different people, as I say, we've highlighted the clown, the fire dragon master. You have Uncle Sai, who's keeping the Hungry Ghost Festival going, along with his community. Community and、uh, a variety of other people here, some of whom have chosen to lead more independent freelance lifestyles, whether that's as an organic farmer or as a as a travel writer. But、um, what you're also hitting on is the fact that these people are not just on their own within a community; they are part of a community that that in Hong Kong and throughout Hong Kong, due to this whole issue of real estate, is. In danger of disappearing. So, with Urban Diary, are you also not only just saying, "Isn't Hong Kong interesting? Look at all our people," but are you also making a case 
for how th we have to make these communities more sustainable. Uh, exactly. That's the message of um, all these stories. For example, um, the Klang, when he was still on his own, when I first met him, um, he rented a place in the industrial building and then um, to do his Klang business as well as training of the young people, which I just mentioned. So if the industrial building... Uh, because developers in recent years, they, they discovered industrial building, the potential of industrial building, and turned them, for example, into hotels. Uh, so if this trend keeps going on, then people like the clan that I mentioned in this book will lose a, a space that is possible for him to turn his dream into reality. And as I said, um, uh, the, I mentioned the second-hand bookstore in Central, and then um, I've known him for a number of years, and then throughout the time that I've known him, he has been moved three times, all because of rent. So um, if the rent keeps increasing, he will not be able to run his book, second-hand bookstore. And we don't just lose a second-hand bookstore, but then we lose an opportunity that uh, resources can circle um, flow. He called his bookstore flow because he wants resources to be flow um, in the community. So they will end up, all the old books will end up into um, landfill and yeah. we are creating these, this problem for ourselves. So, so the fact that we have to resolve this real estate um, hegemony is very real. It is not just um, it is not just the issue that we are able to buy property. It is the whole how how the whole community will be able to live in the future, and then we are not just. It is not just about affordable property. It is about our livelihood, how it can be enhanced, and then how it can be, how we can live environmentally, and responsibly. That all, all those spectrums. My thanks to Chloe Lai of Urban Diary. Her book of the same name, highlighting the lives of some of Hong Kong's unsung heroes, is available at most bookshops and is bilingual. Thanks for listening and join me next week on Hong Kong Heritage.